We're going to have some family share. I know John and Kelsey Mooney, come on up. Uh, Yeah, you can welcome them up somewhere in here. They're just a really neat family, a young family that I've known for about four years when they came to know the Lord. And um, just how they came to know the Lord is is a really neat thing. They're going to share just a snapshot of that and, and really what the Lord has done in their lives, really specifically over this last year. I know as you guys get a side angle, you're wondering what that scab is. So for the record and to save all the questions at the end, uh, I was racing my kids on the bike and I went over the bars. And at 39, it's a lot more difficult. So that saves all the, uh, the questions at the end. But anyways, John and Kelsey Mooney, um, they got a, just a few minutes just to share really God's blessings. So i turn the mic over to you guys. Thanks, Bill. We're so nervous. <laughs> so Bill, Bill called us and wanted us to, uh, to, to share what God has done in our life this year. And we spent a lot of time um, talking about it. And, uh, and then Bill was like, yeah, if you could just also reflect on how you came to know the Lord. And... Uh, we spent a lot of time talking about it and praying about it the past few days, and it's so big and, uh, and so supernatural that we didn't know how to really get it across, so we just prayed that the Holy Spirit would work this morning. But we came across a scripture that really defines all the, all the neat stories that we have, so I want to read it to you. It's, it's out of Ephesians. It says, Once you were dead because of your disobedience and your many sins, you used to live in sin, just like the rest of the world, Obeying the devil, the commander of the powers in the unseen world. He is the spirit at work in the hearts of those who refuse to obey God. All of us used to live that way, following the passionate desires and inclinations of our sinful nature. By our very nature, we were subject to God's anger, just like everyone else. But God is so rich in his mercy, and he loved us so much that even though we were dead because of our sins, he gave us life when he raised Christ from the dead. For he raised us from the dead along with Christ and seated us with him in heavenly realms because we are united with Christ Jesus. So God can point to us in all future ages as examples of the incredible wealth of his grace and his kindness toward us as shown in all he has done for us who are united in Christ Jesus. God saved you by his grace when you believed, and you can't take credit for this. It is a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done, so none of us can boast about it. For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. And then we put in here, God shines brighter through cracked pots. Because we, we just kept coming across how, uh, how broken we were and how weak we were and how big God showed up. Um, so this year has been, actually the past three years have just been kind of realizing that this is true and, and doing the good things that God had planned for us long ago, and we're still walking in those. But, uh, but Kelsey and I's story before Christ is just we were hurting people, hurt people, and that's what we did. We hurt each other. We hurt other people um, from our experiences in our youth to making poor decisions as adults. Um,
And God just really got a hold of us through through amazing circumstances, through um, bringing people to love us. Um, No, and it was, it's amazing because we had to be obedient to God. Like John and he reads the verse and that was us. I mean, we were, we were just completely worldly and um, hurting one another. And it's like, we had to first be honest with each other because you know, God is truth and he wasn't going to honor anything. So we were truthful. And then once we were truthful with each other and with our sins, he then restored our marriage, but not only restored our marriage, he restored us and he transformed us and he made us who we are. And (laughs) every day we look to him um, and he brings people to us because, I mean, we're incapable of anything without Jesus. So it's, um, there's many stories, many, um, I mean, from finances to happiness to everything, he is, he is all, and um, it's been amazing. That's it. <laughs> Hello, everybody. My name is Steve Doucette. I'm one of the pastors here as well, and I'm bringing up another family. This is John and Ethan. The rest of the family's at home, sick, I just heard today, unfortunately. They're the Reed family, and uh, a neat family. Um, They were here at Cornerstone before we sent the church off to Castle Rock, Colorado, and they actually went with Brian and Wendy Risky and spent five years out there with them, and now we have them back with us. And I didn't really get to know them before they left, but I know them now, and What a blessing they've been. And I want to say this. We're bringing just a few people up here today, but there's many stories that we have here. Amen? I mean, a lot of you people have stories, and we could make a line, and you could all tell stories about what God has been doing. So rejoice in the stories that you hear, but allow them to bring to mind the things that the Lord is doing in your own life. When John and I met last week, he said, one of the things I really love is I love just being part of what God is doing. I love just being used and then just maybe throwing a seed or planting something and then later on or never seeing it at all, but just knowing I was faithful. But then if I'm so blessed to see those seeds take root and see the change in someone's life. And I thought, man, that's just great. I hope you hear that through the stories he's going to share with you today because I know that's his heart. I know that's his family's heart. So he's going to share some of the things the Lord has been doing through him and around him. So give me great warm welcome, if you would. Yeah, um, and that's exactly what I, I pray is reflected today is what God's been doing in our life as a family. And every time we started talking about it, it always came back to what's going on in our life as a community group. Uh, that's what everything kind of kept coming back to. So I'm going to be talking a lot about that. Um, Steve wanted, wanted me to just share with you what God is doing in our lives right now. It's a huge part of what's going on. Um, about a year ago, we moved into our house, and it was, it's so cool to look back at that time because if you look over this last year, we can see how God prepared um, us and circumstances and the people in our neighborhood and our community for us just to open up our home. And once we did that and people started coming in, we were able as a group and as a family just to continue to seek out what God was doing in our area, and it was, it's been a huge blessing. Um, as we, uh, we get together, we've been in the book of James, and... 
as we know, the book of James is just a book of, a book of our faith in action. And that's what it's looked like this last year. And we praise God for that because it's all about what he's been doing in our family and, and through our community group. Um, uh, in being local in our neighborhood, it's, it's also allowed us to have our finger right in that pulse of what's going on and be responding to that consistently. And, and God brought together this group of people in our lives and the lives of others in our neighborhood brought us together with different backgrounds and different ages and different skills and different gifts and has shaped these things to happen. It's been so awesome to watch um, God's work. Um, he's created amazing opportunities for us as a family. Um, as, a, as a community group, we've been reaching out to Vintage uh, Retirement Home, and we've had a few guys teaching over there and uh, had opportunities to do that and serving over there and developing relationships. And it's been a blessing uh, because I, I can recall those times when it just all seems to make sense. And one night I was sitting down, we were, we were talking with our kids and, and praying before we went to sleep. And I, I asked my seven-year-old if he had any prayer requests, and he said, he said, yeah, Daddy, I'd like to, I'd like to pray for Mary at, at Vintage that she doesn't have pain anymore. And uh, he had just met her, and I didn't know he had talked to her about some pain she was having, and, and it just all kind of clicked and made sense as to what God was doing with that ministry. And it's happened a lot that way. Um, we, uh, in, the, in the lives of our community group, we had three newly widowed women in, in the lives of our community group kind of connected in different ways. So uh, we felt led that we did a James 127 yard sale. We just put signs out and, and put a shout out by email to um, get donations and things flooded into our garage. And we were able to sell a ton of stuff. And, and it was just part of how we reached out to those, those widows in our lives as a, as a group and as a family. And we've continued to do that. And it's been a huge, huge blessing. And, um, and God's worked in a lot of different ways. I mean, how we've been able to reach out to um, the, the schools in our neighborhood. We have White Oak Elementary right around the corner, and we were able to walk around and do a prayer walk and pray over the, the playgrounds and pray over the facilities and pray for the staff. And that allowed other people to come into our, our, kind of our community group that hadn't typically been coming, and, and God used that. And I could share a lot of stories about that, but I'm, I'm going to try not to talk too long. Um, <laughs> And we did find out after that there's a, a mom's group that prays at White Oak Elementary that was, that was encouraged by that. And that was part of what God was doing with all that. And um, we were able, to, as a group, we, we got involved with a ministry at uh, Valley View Junior High School. And they had a need for a couple of trees. And I had a new quad area. And we were able to go over there. We didn't know how God was going to use it. But we went over there. We, we got some money together. And God blessed us with that. And bought some trees that it was crazy how that worked out. And then we went over to um, Valley View Junior High School and the facilities guys were there and they were running around with wheelbarrows and they were all excited. And we were blessed about their excitement, made us more excited about what God was doing with that. And, and they were taking pictures with us. And, and we know that the message will be there that Cornerstone Church had a group of believers that got together and just felt led to do it and blessed them in that way. And, and we know there'll be a message behind that. I pray God is glorified by that as well. Um, We've, we've had opportunities to, to reach out to um, the special needs ministry here and serve them in different ways and kind of in real time. It's always so opportunistic before God um, to be able to respond to him and, and be blessed because we've been so blessed by all of it. And um, it always kind of happens that way. It's, and being a group and being uh, open to what God is doing and um, responding to him that way 
It's, it's been uh, a huge part of our life in this last year, and we're so thankful. And, and sometimes you just never expect it. I mean, one night we were meeting as a community group, and, uh, and the door rang. We, were, we just had got through going some, some time, and through some time in the Word, and we were about to go into a time of prayer. And the doorbell rang, and I went out, and it was one of those ADT guys selling ADT alarm systems. And um, nice guy just said, hey, you know what? Actually, right now we're having a Bible study, and... You know, I I, can't, I don't have time to talk to you. We could talk another time, but you know, we're having a Bible study. Would you like to come in and hear about Jesus? Do you have a relationship with Jesus? And this guy was huge, and um, <laughs> he said, "You're having a Bible study." I said, "Yeah, yeah, we're having a Bible study." And he said, "Yeah, I'll come in." And I said, "Okay." I mean, I was so excited because I didn't expect him to say yes at all. And uh, he ended up coming in. And he sat down. And he shared a story, and we prayed for him, prayed with him. He shared a meal with us, and. I've been in, in touch with a guy off and on since, great guy, um, just out here working, trying to raise money to support his family, and just really cool how God used that. Um, oh, thanks, Bear. And uh, the, uh, the, the, just all those times, and it's just a snapshot. And I wish I could share more and more stories, like the story of the ADT guy and his, all of his story, and just how God worked it out perfectly, uh, the timing in his life for that to happen. And... Um, you know, stories of discipleship. I mean, us leading each other as God used the, uses the Holy Spirit to just bless us in that way, to build us up so then we can go out as a group and as a family. And, um, you know, we have a men's study that's kind of adjacent, kind of has grown out of our community group. And that men's study, uh, guys are teaching that have never taught before and facilitating that and God using that to grow them closer and to build us and as a church. And... Um, uh, we've had believers that, that come in that really had never, like a new believer that was baptized two days before, had never been to a church group before, never been around a church family before, came in and, and uh, spent, we just kind of were doing our thing. God was blessing the time, and, um, you know, I said, how are you doing? And, and just kind of had a chance to talk to her, and she said, you know, I've, I've never been to a church group before, and this is everything I prayed it would be, and... Um, and honestly, not a reflection of us, not a reflection of our group, not a reflection of me or my family. Just, I pray, a reflection of what God's done in our lives in this last year. And um, just as we, we pray to live out this belief that we, that we profess in love um, as a family and um, as, a, as a community group in, in a lot of cases, um, as, it, as it's happened in our life in this last year. And, and the thing is, it's, it's, um, it's an answer to prayer for us because there's no greater love, right, to see our children in... Um, our children seeing a picture of the, of the church in our house, uh, in our community, that they have the, because the picture's in their mind, and maybe you can elaborate on this, Bear. Um, the, <laughs> the pictures in our mind are, uh, are, you know, in their mind are so poignant. I mean, they can see uh, supporting each other and growing and, and serving and reaching out and meeting these needs in our community and the lives of others. And if they have a picture of that and how God's unconditional love is reflected in that, um, what a blessing that'll be to us. And, um, and honestly, it's been, you know, we're pretty, we're pretty busy. I mean, we, we have, um, like my three kids throwing up all last night. My wife wanted to be here. Uh, I, I pray that, um, you guys can all get a chance to meet her. Her name's Carrie. And, um, you know, we had a fire at our house this morning, crazy stuff. So, um, it's out by the way. Um, um, but, you know, I mean, we, t-ball practices and baseball practices and, and bowling and tennis and Boy Scouts. And, um, you know, I work, thankfully. And, uh, and what else, Bear? We have a 
lot of stuff going on in our lives as a family. And my wife is a director of a, of a, a moms and children's co-op ministry with 30, about 30 families involved and just a lot of things going on in our lives. And we're a busy, blessed family in a lot of ways, good busy. Um, but this, this actually in our life community group looking at us last year, and I just want to share this with you as a snapshot of what's going on in our lives and what God is doing. Um, our lives this last year, the community group has been uh, a refueling for us every week. It's been honestly a... It's been an energizer for us. I mean, it's busy kind of getting the house picked up, you know, so people aren't tripping over transformers and all that stuff. Um, but it's been a huge blessing um, in the, the, the way that God has used it in our lives and kind of a catalyst for us each week as we serve him and, and pray that we honor and glorify him um, with our lives. So thank you for giving me a chance to share it today. Good morning. Happy New Year. My name is Mike Steinwender. I'm one of the pastors here as well. And uh, I'm going to be kind of speaking from a, a shepherd perspective this morning. And what I want to do is just kind of talk about how um, lives have changed inside of our community, um, the, the community that my wife and I shepherd. And, and really where I want to go with that is to show you, you know, how faithful God is that as we love one another, he is so faithful to continue in that love. So I'm just going to kind of bullet point a couple items um, and areas that, that I've seen and I've observed as a shepherd. And the point I want to make with this is that, you know, we're called to love one another. We're called to go out and make disciples. And we can actually see a lot of this going on inside of our community. As, as a shepherd, when, when things like this happen where I'm not involved, they're actually happening automatically because the body is stepping up and loving one another. So a couple of these are, and, and we've really been active in our mentoring and, and replication. And what I mean by that is, is we have a group of women uh, that over the last couple of years have just been investing time with one another. They're loving on each other. They're sharing the word together. But the purpose of this is for them to replicate so that they can now, as they learn how to, to, to teach God's word and how to love one another scripturally, they can actually now invest that in others and teach others to do that. So you can see this effect, this ripple effect that happens over and over again. And so, and that's what takes kind of the pressure off the shepherds because the body is actually doing it itself. And so what happens with that is these older women are now coming alongside of these younger women. They're, they're teaching them how to be good wives. They're teaching them how to be good mothers. And, you know, as, as many of you probably are parents, you notice as, as, as your kids come up, it's like, man, I'm raising this kid. How do I do this? And so these younger or these older women are coming alongside these younger women, teaching them how to do that so that they, they um, will glorify God in everything that they do in the relationship with their husband and the relationship with their family. Um, they meet for weekly, um, not only just, on, just to meet um, for that, that class or that instruction that's going on, but they're actually investing in their lives. They're getting to know one another. Um, they're inviting each other to their homes, um, to all these different special events that are going on with the women. But what happens with that is that, as a result, they now get to share um, their life uh, and their marriage, what's going on in their marriages, the difficulties that we all have difficulties in our marriage. It's not easy to be married. And so they get to share those things and work those things out um, scripturally. And it's really been such a blessing to watch as a shepherd to watch these women just invest in the lives of each other, get to know each other, and really glorify God through their actions and loving one another. Um, we have men that are meeting in, uh, Vicki and I shepherd four different little communities inside of our, um, our city. And so we have a number of different studies for the men that are going on each and every week. But what's important about that is that these guys are getting together to fellowship. They're getting together to uh, learn God's word 
And as we heard earlier, they're learning how to teach God's word, not, not from a book perspective, but they're actually, and I get to witness in this that they're using God's word as they instruct people and as they correct things that are going on in the lives of one another. Um, and what's interesting about this, these relationships that are being developed is that if there's a difficulty in their life, the first place, the first person that they go to is they go to one of these guys that they have a relationship with. They know each other. Um, they've invested time with each other. And it's been such a blessing to see these guys, these men, step up and shepherd other men. Uh, another thing which I'm really excited about, which is our kids. Our, our kids are so um, integrated in our lives. Um, one thing that I've seen this body, and it's such a blessing as a shepherd for me to watch it, is to see the families come alongside um, families that have young kids or have no kids, um, they, they come alongside of them and they love on them. So we'll see these parents, these, these older couples that have their kids are gone already. They're going to birthday parties. They're going to graduation ceremonies. They're investing in the lives of these people like grandparents. So it's a spiritual father, the spiritual mother kind of tendency that goes on. And so we're seeing now um, people going to soccer games. We're seeing them go to school plays, just investing in the kids. But What's, so, what's a blessing about that and what's so interesting about that is to watch um, the, the family members that may or may not be believers to see, man, who are these people that are loving in on my grandkids or my, my, my cousins, etc. But what we've also found is we see that because of the school events, people will go to a graduation or just open house or anything like that. The teachers are blown away of who are these people? The kids love them. It's almost like they're fathers and mothers to them. And so it's that love that's being displayed, um, not only just as from the believer's perspective, but it's also being displayed to the unbelievers that we have outside of our community. Um, another thing that's been, um, been a, a true, true blessing for Vicki and I is to watch the body come alongside of people that um, have no one in their home, have no one, you know, during the holidays. Like we've had people that have been invited for Thanksgiving dinner, for Christmas dinner, Easter. Instead of staying home on their own, they're actually invited in as part of this family. And, and it, I don't even have to go around and chase people to ask them to do that. This is just going on. And as part of that, they're learning to love one another. And it's, and it's really amazing to see that out in the body. And then what just happened over the Christmas time is we had a, a, a mother that we found out about um, through a, an individual that's now coming to our community. Um, uh, what we've done over the last couple of years is our group has kind of continually split and replicated. So we, you know, we gather 50 people together on a Tuesday night, and it's gotten so big in many cases and in all those different communities that we've kind of split those off. We figure we've, we've been mentoring, we've been replicating. Let's get them to go out and do this inside their community as well. And through that, we learn about unbelieving families, the difficulties that they're having. They live just up the street from us. And so this last Christmas, we learned of a, of a single mom that has two kids. Um, the father abandoned them. And basically what happens, she works which is probably a case for a lot of people. She works so many hours during the day, she may see her kids just a couple hours a week. And she really had nothing to give for her family for Christmas. And so just by making one little call, and this is a call of someone that's now coming to our community group, this, the whole community stepped up um, and, and loved on this mother. And just to see the, the benefit of that, of an unbeliever coming now to our community group that wants to engage and say, look, this is so odd to see people love on us like this that don't even know us that are willing to buy Christmas presents, food cards, gas cards, things like that. That is what we're talking about in this loving one another. And it's so 
important for us to engage and really build these relationships. So from a shepherd perspective, I am so blessed, and it's just amazing to watch the the love grow out inside of our community. So I encourage you guys to really um, just get involved with your groups. Um, There is a true, true blessing in that. Um, So if you guys could, what I want to do is I'm going to leave you with just a thought on on two um, scriptures and John. So if you guys could stand up, I want to read those. But I want you to think about these, this scripture. Um, You guys close your eyes. I want you to really think about this. And as you start this new year, I really, really, and I know the elders will be praying for you guys. We love you guys so much, and we're always in prayer for you. I want you to think about this scripture as I read this. This is out of John chapter 13. It says, a new commandment I give you, that you love one another just as I have loved you. You also are to love one another. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples if you have loved one another. This commandment is the special love for all other believers based on the sacrificial love that Jesus has given us. It should be an example always of, of what he's done we should be doing for others. And also, as he, as he said, as I have loved you, um, so you must love one another. Our Christian love and its support for one another um, enables them to survive. I mean, enables us to, 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 to every day be able to, to live in this world that opposes us. The world today opposes us in every step. And so us together loving one another is going to give us that opportunity to, to, to stand against this opposition that we have. Um, and Jesus was the embodiment of God's love. So now each disciple should embody Christ's love. Our, the example that he gave us, we should be that same example to everyone else that we're in contact with. And then finally, this love is a sign to the world how we love Christ. And so I want you guys to think about that scripture. I know we'll be teaching through that down, down uh, in a couple months. But um, from a shepherd perspective, um, I love you guys. I know the other elders love you guys. We're always praying for you guys. And uh, you know, I just want to say have a happy new year, and God bless you all. Thanks. So yesterday, I was watching uh, the University of Indiana play Ohio State University. And in it, everyone thought for sure Ohio State would win. But it was in Bloomington, Indiana, and I mean, this is basketball heaven. You don't come into Indiana and you don't win. And Indiana won, and at the end of the game, the whole crowd is just, ah, and they were like, got to keep the fans off the court. Now think about this. They erupted because one team put an orange ball through a hoop more times than the others. <laughs> Jesus changes lives. And everybody in here, one year or another, in different ways, Jesus has changed our life. See, what Jesus is about is not putting an orange ball through an orange hoop. He's about changing people. And the one thing that I've loved this year is we've had people come to know Jesus Christ. We've had baptisms. We've had marriages that have been healed. All these different things that have happened are absolutely amazing. And at the end of the day, the question is, are we going to respond? Oh, that's nice. See, I think the thing that Jesus is owed right now in all of our lives is a standing ovation. Amen? So I just, let's give God just praise for everything that he's done. All right. Okay, no, that was just practice. Because when he, now think when he comes back. Oh, like all of us are just going to be, you know, when he finally comes. Now, just stay standing. I'm going to just say a couple things, okay? And then we're going to go.
Jesus did a great work, but in Hebrews, he talks about this great cloud of witnesses that all of us are a part of. And he says, therefore, based upon this great cloud of witnesses, he says, cast aside all things, including the sin that sticks to us. And in the end of it, he says, and passionately keep your eyes on the perfecter of our faith, Jesus Christ. Is that this year, our goal is, is to keep your eyes and our eyes focused on Jesus because I want to see Jesus do an amazing work amongst us. I want to see people come to know Jesus Christ. I want to see all of you be people that are more and more passionately in love with Jesus. Not just because you've taken things out of your lives, but I'm just begging God that this year we see Jesus as so amazing that nothing else matters in our life because we really see him for who he is. And so as you leave today, man, would you just be praying for Cornerstone that God would do a work here because none of us are good enough. We need Jesus to show up. We need the Holy Spirit to do a work in us. This is beyond us. That we would see people in here grow in Jesus Christ, that people would live together, what Mike talked about, that we would love one another like we're supposed to, like the Bible calls us to, not because we work harder, but because Jesus looks greater and greater and we can't help but love each other. Would you pray that we would display Jesus Christ to our community? The other day I stood out over our community and I just started to cry at the amount of people that are facing an endless eternity apart from Jesus unless we get out to him. And I believe God wants to use us to reach our community. And would you pray that God would continue to use us to mobilize, not just here, but that we would see this vision for the world that we would see with God every tribe, every tongue, every nation, everyone, and that we would, as just a group of people, be thrilled that God has invited us in. And I'd say, wouldn't it be great if Jesus came back this year? You know what I'm saying? But we love you. Our goal has always been, as elders, that when we lay our pillow on our head at night, that everyone's accounted for. We want to know that this group is shepherded into maturity and into change and that we know Jesus Christ in a greater way. So please pray. Uh, We're going to have plenty of opportunities this year to pray for different things, but really we do love you all. Let me just pray for us all and then please go out of here with a smile on your face. Those of you that know Jesus, we're good. Read the end, Jesus wins. So please, if anybody leaves here dour, somebody else look at them and just give them a hug. Say, bro, it's okay. If you don't know Jesus and you're looking around at these people going, what in the world? would love to talk to you about how you can know Jesus Christ. So let me pray and we'll get out of here. Father, thank you so much for everyone that's in here. Thank you for the testimony, the Moomies and the Reeds and, and Mike. And God, the countless people in here that you've done a work through as people have been involved in finally, maybe for the first time, seeing you accurately for the first time or even getting new pictures of your goodness and your grace in their life or, or maybe it's just people seeing the body in action as people have honestly loved one another and taken care of one another or maybe they've seen it in people that have come to know Jesus Christ, their co-workers and their neighbors and their friends or God, maybe even too, there's people that I know are in this room right now that have helped out with the, or, the, the elderly and the orphan, and, and they've helped out in what you're doing around the world in different ways. God, thank you for this church. And we don't mean to be greedy, but would you give us a greater view of you so that we might join you in a greater way in what you're doing, not only in Simi Valley, but around the world. We love you, Father, in your precious name. Amen. Have a happy new year.